Welcome to our third of the three series podcast on one of the most fundamental emotions of human beings, fear. In our previous podcasts, we shared with you three key ways to manage fear and the need to acknowledge one's fear to drive positive change. In this podcast, we'll be talking to you about how we can help others manage their fears. This third section of the webinar series, Fears in Uncertain Times, focuses on how we can help others navigate through their feelings of fear. The number one rule in helping others manage fear is for oneself to stay calm and to communicate this feeling of calmness to the other. I'm reminded of a recent call that I had with an 85-year-old grandmother who was explaining to me the great and the wonderful call she had with her grandson on how to prepare for an impending crisis. And the key point that she was making through her communication was that she felt so good talking to her grandson because he was so totally calm. So how does this work? We all know that feelings also get transmitted from one person to the other, just like viruses do. And if we feel and communicate calmness, the other person will catch it, consequently feeling calm themselves. So rule number one, stay calm and communicate calmness. Rule number two, and this is a do not tool. And what we are saying here is do not dismiss, disregard, discount, or even ridicule another person's fears. In fact, allow the person to talk about all aspects of the fear in its entirety. I suggest that we can use a framework uh, which talks about feelings, thoughts, actions and behaviors, and the external trigger that's causing it. So we use a coaching style of communication to help a person talk through what is the situation? What is the specific situation? What does that situation make them feel? And enumerate all the feelings. Help them also to look at what are the thoughts linked to that particular feeling and linked to that particular situation. And what actions are they currently taking? Let them explore all of this and place it on the table. This will serve a great base of looking at how they can get over it subsequently. So the thinking, feeling, behavior and the trigger framework, uh, coaching around it and helping a person explore all aspects of the fear is a very helpful strategy. Now, once the person has expressed all of this, it is important to then focus on uh, the thoughts that are rational. And you may encourage the person to think through the actions they would like to take for those thoughts that they believe can be true, can be correct, can happen, just like the 37-year-old grandson did with his grandmother. So that was a rational thought. So what are the actions that you can take? If calmly those can be thought through, that would be a subsequent strategy. What about those thoughts that are irrational? Uh, so that is equally important to, uh, to, to work around. So for thoughts that are irrational, you may ask that person to think of an alternate and more helpful thought. So for example, instead of thinking, oh my God, this is the end of the world, the person could rephrase that thought and possibly think and say that, well, it is a difficult situation, 
but I will survive. I will emerge stronger. So helping a person to come up with an alternate thought consciously and then of course helping the person reiterate that thought several times is a very good strategy to cope with a lot of thoughts that are irrational. Uh, there is one more aspect to consider. Uh, many times fears are focused around a specific issue. So for example, uh, I'm so fearful of having an accident that I do not want to drive or I'm very scared to drive. Or I'm so frightened of making a public spectacle of myself, I don't venture to give my views in a public situation or a public forum. Now, in both these situations, uh, the fear is related to a specific issue. And it is very important that when we want to help another person get over the fear, such like fears, we help the person face the fear, contend with the fear and not give in to the fear. So, for example, it may be helpful to draw out a plan of how we would start driving and maybe, you know, taking baby steps to ensure that we try out that particular skill which is required to overcome the fear. So whether it is public speaking or it is learning how to drive, facing that particular fear head on, looking at the skills that are required to overcome that fear and creating an action plan around it is an extremely helpful strategy. The crux of enabling others to manage a challenging emotion often lies in the non-judgmental way in which we accept, acknowledge and understand the other person's feeling. Uh, when we do that, that emotional connect, that emotional support helps that person to take the next actions to overcome it. But if we don't do that or if we cannot do that or we don't have the skill to do that, then a person quite often remains in their own, uh, their own thoughts and, the, and their own inabilities to overcome the fear. So I would urge everybody to learn the skills of counseling, the fundamental skills of counseling, allowing people to be who they are and explore their imperfections in a completely non-judgmental way. That will enable the person to take actions much more effectively than anything else. Thank you for listening. We hope we were able to inspire you through our podcast.